Luke Byron, Tom Kennett, Alex Jones and Jack Harper. It's the spitballing pod. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. You know we've been fighting for one and still fighting to this day. To this day. Aguero! Surprise, motherfuckers. Back out to Allen. History pointer. Bang! I'll take a bow, son. I mean that. Take a bow. And, and I'll tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. Listen, I ain't going to forget about this by the time we hit the motorway. Some might be. Hello and welcome to episode 139 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, today joined by Tom Kennett and Troy Weaver. Three-man pod, three mics. If any of you had anything to get off your chest, this is the week to do so. (laughs) Might be a slightly shorter episode today. We do have Arsenal Sheffield to get to and everyone has uh, their own business to be dealing with. But we do have more than enough to keep us going. Anyway, as always, strange news of the week. We'll kick ourselves off with Troy. I hope you've polished off. I was going to say we polished off your bong in the last week. (laughs) (laughs) Could mean a number of things. (laughs) Going to be that sort of polish. As long as you've got that ready, because we have more than enough headlines. I might skip a couple if uh, I feel we're getting a bit long, but there are quite a few good ones. And these are all in the last week, so current. And I do have a feature piece for us, which is now called the big piece of the week. I'll start us off. Troy, hit us. Bong. Qantas completes longest new longest non-stop New York to Sydney flight. We did the Macarena in the economy cabin, pilot says. <laughs> Bong. Alabama man run over by ATV driven by dog. <laughs> yeah, see, them sort of stories, like, they, it's almost like they're too... Bizarre, aren't they? Like, you don't even ever look into them. It's like, oh, a dog was driving, was they? <laughs> All right, then, signed. Yeah. All right, well, this is just the start, so I hope that isn't your limit. <laughs> Bong. Elon Musk has officially pissed off Pablo Escobar's brother. Eesh. <laughs> officially. Is that, is that, how do you officially piss him off? And <laughs> when Joe Rogan said he thought he was an alien just because he didn't know how to smoke a blunt. Like that, <laughs> if you don't know how to do that, I can't trust you. <laughs> you are an alien. <laughs> Yeah. All the other bizarre things about that man, but that was the thing that tipped him over the edge. To be fair, there's nothing like the looks you get as a Brit in Amsterdam when you go to one of the coffee shops mm. and there's locals in there and they proper like glance over their shoulders and I'm sure <laughs> they've seen some horrendous people yeah, over the yeah, time yeah. going yeah. in there giving it big licks with their Snapchat out and all sorts. <laughs> oh yeah. So they probably are sick Painful, of people, but yeah. I've noticed the look they kind of give over their shoulder in disgust and that's what Rogan's given Elon Musk bong students in India given boxes to wear on their heads in a bid to stop cheating <laughs> if they'd watch a lot of safe part they got in a lot of trouble for that actually there's pictures of it these people basically came into an exam right put these on your heads it means you can only look forward you ain't looking left to right they said well what if we're doing an exam we want to be comfortable and they're like look You've been cheating so, too much. Oh shit! Yeah. I thought you meant as in like cheating, as in cheating on your partner. No. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> all these, all these kids are going out really promiscuous and just cheating on their girlfriends. <laughs> I, w- I will say that the school that I went to, that I went to a jack and name it, there was this conspiracy that so many of um, the students of Indian descent had cheated off each other. But we were in a time where you really couldn't call people out in a group you still can't really yeah I was going to say we still are still yeah. are in those times <laughs> well, no, just no, 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 yeah. no but when when I say some some of the kids it fully adds up when I, we, I went to a grammar school some of the thickest kids I've ever seen in my life mm. the type where if you were to ask them like 2 plus 2 in year 7 they'd have got their hands out and started counting Christ yeah, yeah. mental yeah it's definitely a conspiracy in that to look into yeah. isn't that <laughs> mm. interesting you were kind of then Nobody would want that smoke to call someone out for cheating, whoever they were anyway. No. It was kind of a, well, I'm an examined vigilator, just get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there yeah. a footballer who was an examined vigilator for a while? Wasn't there a news story about this? Yeah, that is ringing a bell. 
No, you just said that. I was thinking, I knew someone in the um, exam, Invigilator stopped him. He, no, he just finished, so he's gone to him and he's gone, he's gone you're eyeballing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he like finished really early and he was sat there, obviously arms folded like yeah, the cocky kid often did. Yeah. But he was just like obviously looking around, he's obviously been looking at him. And the yeah. guy's coming to me you're eyeballing me. I was like, was it matter if he is eyeballing you? Was <laughs> yeah. And? Yeah. 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 yeah, that example, one minute took you an absolute, so even if you, that bloke had like a wrinkle on his head, that could have been the most interesting thing. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, true. Is there anything worse than the kids where it wouldn't be an hour, we'll check it at the end, it would be, all right, once you've finished, take your test to the front and put it in. And this mm. snide kid who would many a test have a little look method. at everyone. And... Yeah, there's yeah. this kid going out proper early thinking he had smashed it, thinking, I-, I know you, I know you haven't smashed it. And it'd be followed <laughs> by me that had only filled in two questions. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm finished. <laughs> Let me get a break. I'm, I remember yeah. we had a... Not te- a good method to use. We had a teacher in the later years who we had like a, an exam or, you know, a kind of mop test fifth mm. lesson. And he gave it the, look, once you've finished, you can go. Don't make a big racket, mm. but you can go. How are you encouraging people to get the test done properly then? Yeah. yeah no, that's what I just say, yeah, it's not a good method, is it? It's not just for a mock. It doesn't even count. You're yeah. going to be right, I'm out of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I, I used to sometimes do cross country over, hard to believe now, over football on a like gym lesson because essentially there was no teachers who supervised it. Just run home. So you just got to run around. Once you've done a lap, you could feasibly go in. And I was a fairly straight down the middle kid. But once you see some people doing it, you're like, clearly they just don't care. Look, still that little walk down the drive, it was still a bit tense. But I remember getting home before about half three, and I'm like, what on earth are you doing? (laughs) Cross country, did my bit, didn't I? Yeah. (laughs) You obviously underestimated my speed. Three laps and we were done. <laughs> I'll do the other two tomorrow. I remember doing 100 metres at school and you had to always trust someone else to do the stopwatch, didn't you, to time you. And this kid tried telling me I had like 13 seconds. Well, I know I absolutely haven't done this. Then I was caught in this Was it point. downhill? No. We had, did, well, you, cri- did you ever have a rumour go around your school of a, of a, you know, like one of the sports teachers or anything that could run the hundreds in like... Well, we had one where there was the guy, they basically claimed the guy could run it in 9.7 seconds. What? And everyone was like, yeah, but if, if he could, he wouldn't be a fucking yeah. teaching <laughs> assistant, would he? Yeah. Like, he was quick, don't get me wrong, yeah. but you could easily shade three seconds off by running just in your socks as well. The interview, that was weird. The interview process for a PE teacher is just fine. Like, can you confirm you are a twat? Yeah. Can I just get this leveled off? <laughs> Do you have nonce tendencies? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, we had, we had different rumours about the sports teachers at yeah. school, I think. <laughs> you have to fail the CRB check to get yeah. this job. You, you don't pass. <laughs> I've, told you, yeah. I've told you before, there was, one, there was one teacher at our school who, fair playton was persistent, who <laughs> asked out every new good-looking teacher at the school. But for if he did it in front of the class, then oh. the teacher couldn't possibly say no. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I remember being told about this young lad who joined the PE staff who supposedly like, oh yeah, I had to leave the last school because he fucked this bird on the front of the car. He <laughs> was like, what was that in part of the interview of this one? Said, yeah. What happened to your last job then? Well, basically this. <laughs> you can be trusted now though, can't you? Yeah, at yeah, sc- sure. At school, all it took was one person to say that someone looked like someone else and that stuck. This, this PE teacher... Someone say look like a hammerhead shark, a pretty yeah. obscure reference, yeah. And that would just stop the whole school. Then was like, well, he looks like a hammerhead shark, doesn't he? It's funny that you say about the uh, he he would ask you know the teacher in yeah. front of the class. That's essentially the lower version of let's go to the ball game and I'll propose to you in front of <laughs> yeah. millions yeah. of people. That way you can't refuse. <laughs> Never goes well. <laughs> All right, hit me with a bong. Bong. Stripper arms herself with BB gun after fight with rival dancer. Police say. <laughs> Bong Woman who said SAPD officer removed her tampon will receive $205,000 from City of San Antonio Fucking hell Jesus Bong <laughs> Man sues Apple over iPhone turning him gay after he unexpectedly received oh, wow. gay cryptocurrency through iPhone app with note don't judge until you try what the hell? What's gay cryptocurrency? I don't understand. Yeah, what, this, what's the difference between gay and So straight? many words now. This I didn't was understand. on the BBC. <laughs> Jesus. Bong. Thousands of Chinese prostitutes have joined the scramble for African riches. <laughs> oh, 
Jesus wept. <laughs> Bong. Toronto police are looking for this human caught humping the bumper of a speeding car. Video in brackets. Ah, ah. Haven't watched the video. You no. missed out there. Well, I feel like some of these, there could be a perfectly reasonable explanation and I don't want it if the headline produce that there's only one way that can go yeah I don't but I mean I just don't <laughs> click on them out yeah, of uh, principle bong yeah, yeah. suspected fire on radar in northern Minnesota turns out to be 600,000 ducks jeez that's forming an ducks. army what so they caused the fire no, no they, there they, was that there was that like heat on oh, the radar. Six hundred thousand yeah. ducks together. I thought like, like six hundred arsonist ducks. That was just some truth in Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> <laughs> that evil chicken. Actually, <laughs> a penguin. Bong. Blood fills Iowa family's basement. Now I do have the background on this one because Sheesh. this one was too not too good not to click click on. Well, I've that tampon again. Well, I, <laughs> I have the vague story here. So essentially, this family lived next door to a family business. There were, were butchers. They had some kind of power cut. All of their equipment broke down. Must have been terrible, like uh, walls and things, because they came down into their basement and all of the blood from the butchers had. They must have been on a slope, filled up their basements. So they've opened the door Ugh. and they just got blood and the smell. I'd say the oh smell God, of filling that. up their basement. Ooh. And they're like, what the hell has happened? Obviously, you think you're in like the shining. Yeah, yeah you, you would think, think it was a hot like, Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Close the door and then reopen it again. <laughs> like, Fuck, it's still there. <laughs> Bong. Paris Zoo unveils the blob, an organism with no brain but 720 sexes. Oh. That's on the BBC as okay. well. Okay. Shit. Shock. <laughs> Bong. Florida man has eaten nothing but mac and cheese for 17 years. Florida men again. <laughs> <laughs> Bong. Cat accused of delivering drugs to Russian prison colony escapes holding area in petting zoo. <laughs> Free the pussy. <laughs> Bong. Captured Tokyo panty thief denies having any interest in bras. Now, this- I'm interested in women's butts, he claimed. <laughs> Now, this is something. Japan's <laughs> obsession with, with, with pants and stuff. Because what the hell is that all about when they have vending machines that you can buy used underwear in? Just, just such them, a strange thing. They were them freaks. It's a different culture. It is a different... <laughs> Japan are different. Yeah. There was them freaks, weren't there, that were buying um, that, like, gamer girl's bathwater for thousands. <laughs> this, like, girl that was on Twitch, she was yeah. literally filling... Taking vials with a bath and selling it for like thousands on the internet. Crazy. But you don't even know it's her bath or even if you no. really, really did want her I bath. I feel like if you're at that stage, yeah, that's you, the least of your problems. Yeah, yeah, you're convincing yourself that yeah. it is. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. All right, bong. I don't know how I feel on this one. Three women accused of running elderly fight club among dementia patients in shit. North Carolina. I seen that. And all it was was people like joking and stuff in the comments, and I can't. And then one guy came was like, you know, clearly you're all kids and don't actually have elderly parents or anything because yeah, if I, this was I, my family, like that, so I'd on, lose so, my shit. I, mean, so, I shouldn't have such a grin on my face as, as so, I read this. Out. Yeah, what happened? So they were literally some scumbags, basically. <laughs> like they were back in the day, were like pulling their flip phones out, filming dementia patients, having a, they had a fight club. Essentially like bum fights. Yeah. They were taking like bets Mm. on who would win. They would just drill it into these dementia patients heads like, disgusting. Fight. Fight. I mean, I suppose the beauty is they wouldn't talk about fight club. (laughs) They would obey the first rule. Inevitably, someone did. Someone did talk and they broke the whole fucking rule. Someone visited. Why have you got a black eye? And why do you have a ring set up in the back room? <laughs> when I say I can't remember, you should believe me. Yeah, that's true. What's this title belt above your bed? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Hit me. Bong. Camel's testicles bitten by woman at Louisiana truck stop petting zoo, authorities say. Okay. <laughs> Bong. Company selling mini jacuzzi just for your testicles. Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that a cup? Yeah. <laughs> that's a cup that's selling. Cup of bubbles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bong. New reality show challenges meat eaters to go vegetarian or eat their pet. <laughs> it's not that hard, is it? You're not going to eat your pet. 
Because you miss meat that much. That depends where your pet no, is. It does, <laughs> doesn't it? Oh, shit, my damn no, cow. Can anyone really care too look, much about a hamster look, if that, your dad goes missing? Their stance is essentially that, look, if you eat your pet, you've proven to me you love meat. Right. You don't care about yeah, animals. Yeah, you yeah. love meat that much, you can carry on eating it. If okay. you don't, and you're not prepared to eat yeah, your pet, yeah. you clearly yeah, yeah. aren't that fussed about eating meat. I'd say, well, I ain't, I'm That's not really right. a butcher or culinary, culinary expert, so I don't know <laughs> what's best way to prepare my cat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, no. <laughs> when they go to draw the line, that though, so when they eat the pet, it's like, right, well, would you eat your child? How much do you like meat? What's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bong. Shanghai toilets will now alert staff if you take longer than 15 minutes. That's, that's not a bad idea. I think they can implement that at work. I think <laughs> yeah. some of the scenes I've walked into in there, I think if you put a time cap on it, we could eradicate some of this. <laughs> Couple left. Bong. Mum of 44 kids banned from having any more children. Seems reasonable. I would 44? like to have made it to 45. Yeah. I'd like to be a bit rounder. Yeah. Bong. Woman who live-streamed DUI crash that killed sister arrested again after another crash. Oh, she's got form. <laughs> Bong. A man who rang 999 and burped down the phone is due in court. <laughs> Why? Bong. Family of slain armed robber outraged that store clerk had a gun and defended himself. <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> Bong. Pointing a finger gun lands 12-year-old Johnson County student in handcuffs. I can Game. make you guess what colour the kid was in America. Game's gone. <laughs> Bong. School security guard fired for repeating racial slur used against him. <laughs> what? This, this, I took this down purely for the tale, and this is why I hope Jack was here, because he was in the same bottom set maths class with me. There was a kid who, I, I don't know how you had it at your school, where they brought in the like C1, C2, C3 system. Yeah, they did bring that in at our school as well. Yeah. And I wonder who got dickhead created that. Yeah. And you essentially could get C3 was like an after school detention. Yeah, you yeah, went yeah. straight to it if they deemed it. You'd be removed from the lesson and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So this kid came in who it's hard to feel too sorry for him anyway, but he came straight in. And one of the moments where the whole class goes quiet for no reason, as he was reading out the new graffiti on the desk. So the room's gone silent. All they've heard is him just say whatever was on the desk. <laughs> Bang. Quickest C3 I've ever seen. Quick <laughs> mm. I saw was a friend of ours, Brad, walked into the class and on the board he'd said, no speaking, immediate C1, C2, whatever, when you speak. He's like, what's this then? C1. Yeah. I was like, you what? C2. <laughs> so, Sir, this ain't fair, C3, get yeah. out. And he actually implemented it as well. So, that's incredible. I had a <laughs> His situation. His touch the floor. I had a situation where I broke my arm in the summer holidays and uh, started the new, new school year. Would have been about year 10. And uh, gone into the English class and uh, the teacher sort of said, you know, the class has been on like 20 minutes or so. And he, he said to me, Troy, what's the crack? You've done no work. So me being smart ass was like, well, I broke my arm, sir. I can't write. And he was like, right, well, get out then because, you, you know, you're <laughs> fucking about type thing, yeah? So anyway, I said, oh, takes the piss, sir. He was like, right, that's an immediate C3. <laughs> get out. My friend Callum on the other side of the room shouts, ha ha, Troy, you idiot. He's gone, see for it, hey, boom. It was, like, it was our first meeting with this guy as well. Turned out to be a real nice bloke, well, actually. Got on with him very well after that. Funny <laughs> thing is, there was an American supply teacher and this one kid was in the process of getting a C3. Another kid was also in a bit of trouble and he said, right, this kid was a bit of a prick and if it was going to be a fight, he was going to have you. So he told, mm. and it's someone we know actually, but I won't name on it, who he's told him, right, you're going to say, you're me. And you're going to take, you're going to take, we're going to swap names. And you're going to take it. Take and basically the teacher got wind of the fact he'd agreed to this, but I've been bullied into it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. right, I'm C3, both of you. He's like, <laughs> I feel bad for, his yeah. first name is Luke. He's like, I feel bad for Luke, but you know, he shouldn't have gone along with it. And I was like, yeah. you know what's gone on here, yet you still carried on. So I got it. the bollocks to, to, to try to dig into this. Yeah. You're both fucking out. Former pod member. No, no. Oh, what about um, Luke Detroit with Current known boxer, as well? in fact. Oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we've got to the big piece of the week. So I floated this out to TK earlier, not a big piece of the news story. Essentially, it has been in the news, so hopefully you haven't heard it. Anyway, have you heard about this barn in the Netherlands? Heard this story? No. So essentially, the police 
raise it in the big story this week. I'm going to tell it in a bit more dramatic way because if I tell it this way, it's a bit... So basically, police gone in on this barn in the Netherlands. They found these nine kids in the cellar and they found this old bloke upstairs. Oh, I think I did. Yeah, yeah vaguely. So essentially, this. this bloke has told all the kids there, the world is going to end. If you go out there, if you go out there, you're going to die. Yeah. That's God. the way the world is. They had him trapped in this in this basement. Essentially, what's happened it's like is... like eight years or something, isn't it? Oh my God. Nine years. Nine years. Nine yeah. years. It was just under 10, but I think they obviously didn't want to sensationalise it too much. No, of course not. <laughs> so originally, when this news story broke, it was the dad has been keeping them the whole way. Twisting the turn... Their dad died years ago. This is a random bloke. They have no clue who this bloke <laughs> He's is. Not even their dad. No, who's been keeping them there in the house? And what? So happened, what? Do they think that the world has ended? So what happened is, so there's one who's a bit older than the others. So I've got. Yeah, I read that one was like 16 when so, it. So this bloke. Yeah, so this bloke's 25. The one who blew the whistle. Gross. This gets a bit fuzzy. This gets a bit fuzzy to me because this being the first thing you do, but he has some experience. Oh Christ, this cat's going to make a noise. He has some experience of the outside world. So he's broken free at night of this barn. So the neighbours think yeah. only one bloke lives there. He said he's the type where you start walking near the property, he's got binoculars in the window telling you to fuck off quick. Mm, or, he ain't, or he ain't going to be responsible for what you do on his property. Yeah. So this bloke, proper long hair, shaggy beard, he's there's a bar down, a couple of miles down the road. He's gone into this bar. He's gone straight in. He's asked for five pints, which <laughs> in the UK, the bar man might not have batted an eyelid yeah. at this. Yeah. But he's chinned these five drinks back and they've come over like, what is the matter with you? They said the bloke was just like confused, like he was ill or something. Like he just, he something was strange about him. Mm. So the, the bar man's kind of come down to his level, said, look, what's happened? The, the kids ran him through whatever's happened. He was like, look, the world's going to end. This guy's got me. We, we've got us captive. I've now seen that that it's not well, that it's, that it's yet not, anyway yeah. they hadn't had any contact with any human beings other than each other for this whole time oh my god the barman very quick this in Drenthe in uh, Holland Royston yeah that's the first thing I had the reporter is called uh, Chris, Chris Westerbeek as well which sounds like a very Dutch name too mm. so essentially they called the police um this, this guy said he can't live like this anymore. His brothers and sisters, so there's boys and girls there between the ages of 16 and 25. 58-year-old bloke is the guy who's been holding captive behind them all. They've gone in and essentially some Dexter's lab type business. They've got a bookshelf. Behind the bookshelf is like a, some spiral stairs that goes down into this cellar and that's where they're all being kept. Fuck out. Because they're on a barn, they just have a self-sustaining like lifestyle of meat, eggs, they got yeah. vegetables on there as well. So the bloke would go out 58. Essentially, they say he's, this bloke had a stroke and this is where it kind of went downhill and they realised, look, we got nothing to lose here. This one bloke has had enough energy to get out there and try to look what's going on. But they say they're still looking into this, what happened, because they feel like there's some bloke on the outside who they don't know of yet, who was kind of orchestrating the whole thing. And this 58-year-old might not even be the main guy involved. Yeah, okay, yeah, he yeah. may be just kind of... A puppet. Yeah. So you think that's a puppet. And then above, there's a puppet master on him. So it's still kind of developing, but they're saying they don't know how many kids have died here. Yeah, that that's true. Been like, live this have, time. Yeah, it yeah. could have been more. Plus, plus people fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially in nine years of captivity. There's still... There's nothing else to do. Uh, contraception's probably low. <laughs> <laughs> There's no TV. You're not going to... No, yeah. it's definitely can't be no TV. I thought his first thing to do was got a neck five points. Yeah, that's, that's the last shit that is. is. So, these young kids, they have no clue that anyone else in this world exists. Yeah. Read that, so yeah, weird, they, isn't it, when you think about it? It's a good thing they didn't watch um, that 10 Cloverfield Lane because, <laughs> like, it's a spoiler here, but if skip 15 seconds if you don't want to know I'm saving you here very good film until they go outside and then there are literally flying saucers and the bloke was right the whole time not to go out there (laughs) but that's that could have put them off but 
now they've been kept safe. But how are they going to know what to do now? How well, are they going to live cases of this They're not actually really is going on? No. Yeah. Like, there's probably more. Like, you know, like when Fri- when the whole Fritzel thing came out. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. were like, what the fuck? This is happening? I wonder how many, pla- how many places in the world the main thing- have people captive yeah, yeah. without knowing. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody benefited from Fritzel more than the makers of Cicopedia because that blew them up and then yeah. they were just in business. Yeah. Both went out of fashion at a similar sort of time, really. <laughs> Back to this original one, if Netflix don't make a feature-length film or this a is series... The first, this is the first yeah. reply when the news story broke, saying Netflix have entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definite. All right, we'll get to some sport then. So, got about 45 minutes, half an hour, 45 minutes, getting plenty to get into. So, game's gone. Anything happens in the football world, whether it's manager gets sacked, water breaks in a hot game, <laughs> free kick with a bit of fancy run up before even a step over. There's mm. some bloke who's going to yell, game's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what we're going to do here, what do we think is contributing to the game going? Just kind of going to be one of those little things where we just chuck things out there and we'll see how things go. So first thing that most people say Fans watching the game through their phones. Yeah, yeah, true. It it annoys me until me and Troy have seen this recently. You think it's annoying seeing someone watch the game through their phone until you see a kid not watching the game, yeah. but on his phone. So yeah. we saw someone recently who had Netflix loaded up, had a game on his tablet that, I mean, the Emirates ain't cheap. And he sat, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. His, and he sat there in his full kit. Bear in mind. He's probably about nine or is ten. Is he there with someone? Yeah, he's with his dad his or whatever. Dad, and he's in his full kit and the poor fucker's sat on his tablet Fucking playing out. ping pong or some shit. Oh, Jesus. Meanwhile, been, the game is going yeah. on, you know? It Crazy. during um, Wimbledon, didn't it, where they thought, oh, that's so... Look, this kid's dedicated to his studies. He was there in like a box at Wimbledon doing his own work and that irritated me to no end. Look, you appreciate, <laughs> should appreciate what you've got here. Yeah. yeah. You've had plenty of time to do your own work. Wimbledon's not the time. No, I mean, I know Arsenal ain't the best to watch <laughs> at the minute, but you can. But if you're ten, it, it's the best ever. Yeah, isn't it? it's got to be. Otherwise, like what not, the hell? Why you are in someone's seat who would yeah. happily watch? Yeah, so. surely. So game's gone. <laughs> the ticket prices could be another one where you say the game's gone. I mean, yeah. the the amount. The, the price of them is exaggerated. Like, hmm. Yeah, it is. Whenever, I mean, we have... They're when, the most expensive ones, yeah. for example. Uh-huh. We get a taxi usually to back from the game at 3am when you really don't want to be talking. Or most recently when I had the one where I got it at 7 o'clock in the morning to get to the coach. Tell Oyoti to see the kit at the Arsenal game. Oh, I'd love to be able to get down there and watch whoever my team is. Cost you about 600 quid for a ticket though. It won't. Yeah, it's not. Only if you go in for a season. Yeah. Get... <laughs> they always say it's, it, before I started going with you, Luke. I, I was always under the assumption, as you always hear the myth of you know, go to the Arsenal is the most expensive game yeah. ever. But it, don't get me wrong, it is expensive. But I'd pay that to go to the boxing, or yeah. I'd pay that mm. to go to a con- a good concert I wanted to go to, yeah, or yeah. whatever. You know, I I yeah. kind of understand the price. A game like say. Cardiff last year when they were in the league that would have cost us 34 quid for a yeah, ticket I mean, that's 12 quid for a coach and probably a fiver for a drink at the ground a fiver food after it's not too no 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 I mean Arsenal are easier to get tickets for than say it's more Liverpool, the availability but, for but the, yeah but the it, price yeah. is it's the touts that are the cretins and yeah, yeah, yeah of course say the game's gone they've been there god knows how long <laughs> I do yeah. wonder what effect it might have on our prices if they started being more successful to get if you see what I mean if they were challenging for it where tickets were less available say because mm. because demand would go up wouldn't it and yeah so you wonder if they might what kind of that. benefits us is there's the club level at Arsenal so they yeah. can't ever exceed that for the yeah. standard seats so on this Arsenal ticket page I'm a member of there's people always float oh, if, if 73 quid Palace you get a program and a pint excuse me yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But people who complain they can't get to an Arsenal game, me and Troy go down a lot. Me and my uncle have a membership. You pay 33 quid for the membership at the start of the season and then however much the ticket is. If, you, yeah. if you're if you that desperate to get down, because I see this on the ticket page, it's always, uh, 
oh, I'm coming down, um, I've got family coming down from Australia for the weekend. Um, the only game we can get to is Arsenal United. I <laughs> would oh, really make his year if I can get a ticket. Yeah, it's always that. Meanwhile, two days before, you've got Ostersons on a Thursday night for a tenner a ticket. Oh, you know, you just probably won't fancy that one. It's not, you're not that desperate yeah, to get down yeah, there, are Yeah, you? that's it, isn't it? Like you said, you've offered your ticket to people before yeah. and they've just been like, oh, maybe not. Yeah. Don't complain then, is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Arsenal have what City, Chelsea, United in a row in December. <laughs> Thankfully, it's not January because then you'd have to be paying that in. Yeah, December. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. But Sam usually been on here a couple of weeks ago. Ask him. I usually get someone to, or it's Troy, whoever. My uncle doesn't go down too much, probably for the best. I can't remember the last time he came down and we won. <laughs> <laughs> He's the jinx. A yeah. couple other things then. One that kills me. Players covering their mouth when they talk on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, what is this? Man? There's nothing not, you're saying. This I know. We don't give a shit what you're talking about. About, oh, yeah, you're going to go Nando's tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we don't give a shit. Even when there's some shit like lining up for a free kick, like, you having this or am I having this? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, can yeah. have this conversation out mm-hmm. there. Yeah, unless you're working on some sort of tactic, yeah. which you've done in training, which invariably they're not. And even then, the players on the other side aren't seeing that and deducing it. No, no. You, no and exactly. every other team's going to see it on the footage before yeah, they yeah. play. It's, it's ridiculous. I know someone say it was sort of like to project your voice, whatever, but that's... It's not one, that, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Two, you're talking like we are now, so... You see them on the bench doing it as well, don't you? You're next to each other. I could kind of understand it, though, because the media are that... They're that on it these days yeah. that mean you could be sat on the bench and not playing, and yeah. I could say to you, like, it's fucking load of shit in it. Sat, sat <laughs> yeah, here. yeah, and exactly. then suddenly we're blown up to look like two bad guys. Yeah, like, so I can kind of get it. Yeah. yeah, if if you are saying something, you shouldn't be. I can get yeah. it. Yeah, they can't all be doing. No, it exactly that. Yeah. Would you say how media friendly everyone is is an aspect of? That they've is, always that been was like one of the that. Things I was going to say where I think they've always been that way though. But like the you, you you complain there's no characters and then anyone does show some character. You yeah, they get they get reprimanded. If like. Keegan did his rant this weekend, he'd have had a fine from the FA and a touchline ban. Mm. But that's, yeah, but I yeah. think but I think we always have had the media trained players, you know, that come out and just say they they it's almost like it's a booklet that they can pick from of what they say. They say a lot. Of, they say. You know what I mean? A lot of the time and yeah, yeah. things like that. And yeah, um, diving. Just with the three points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's there's footage, Jim. I don't know if you saw, I was just about to get up to get the quote on there. So I know you have The Athletic as well, TK. Mm. The, did you read the article on there about the interviews in the tunnel? So the little post-match ones where they do. No, no, no. There's a, there's a really good one on there about the structure of this and how... Mm even if it looks a bit more glam than it is on TV, you're literally in a corridor. You've got eight people to one side, eight people to the other side. You're literally grabbing them and just trying to get your two minutes. And they say, the little exchanges either side of that interview, if you could capture that That's as well as it. So I can't think, I can't get it up quick enough. I can't get the article up quick enough now, but... The guy who does them for Sky Sports, his, game's, his name's going to go. It's not Jeff Shrees, but there's another bloke who does them anyway. He had to, years ago, years ago, this guy who's done it since like the 60s. Mm. He had a mate in football. This is where it's all going to go from my head. So a, a guy who had been accused of a sexual assault charge as a manager in the Premier League and I can't think who it was. He got off from the charge mm. but it was at the same time when uh, his team was struggling. Was it Dave Jones? That sounds about yeah. right but I can't I know think he who had it something was. that yeah. got accused of. So anyway, he said that you have to kind of try and reel them in with the how do you think you perform today? And he said usually if a manager says has something to say they're going to get it off their yeah, chest. yeah. yeah. Mm. He said on this occasion, he didn't know when he was going to get the chance to ask a question again, but it was even more awkward because they were mates. They just got battered 5 nil. He's been in court the week before. Jesus. And he said to him, do you think you're still going to be in this job next week? And he said, the interview finished, gave a diplomatic answer. And he said, the second the interview finished, he took a step back, put his finger in his chest and went, some fucking mate you are. Oh. Like that. And he said, the life just went out of him. Yeah. And he was like, 
Oh, Christ. I've got to ask the question. Like, I'm throwing yeah. you under the bus yeah, here, mate. Yeah. Gonna have to. Oh. It's my job. <laughs> he was saying it along the lines of, we both know I have to ask this, but yeah, it yeah. still wasn't pleasant. You, you, there's the one of um, Hodgson, isn't there? Yeah, the yeah. The day one where he does the interview and then he says, what do you think it was? Look, start again. <laughs> and then he yeah. goes straight And then when he starts doing yeah. it again, he's like, I thought we just fucking had this. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that shows you a good side of Hodgson, doesn't it? It yeah. shows you that, ah, oh, actually, the bloke's got a pair of bollocks on yeah, him. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, in the with it behind the dressing room, you probably pretty good to have. I've been telling people Hodgson's the man sacked too soon from England. <laughs> Other bits then. Uh, Obviously, fa- we've got to talk about diving. Yeah, you know that's that's got to be a big one. Christ, Daniel James would be a good place to start. <laughs> he is an example of the game being gone. <laughs> He's mean, streetwise. <laughs> what a yeah. scumbag he is. <laughs> he is. I think as you said it's like it's actually impressive how quickly yeah. he's managed to he has established himself as a scumbag pretty quick. They they just seem to it's almost like professional footballers come across as like they're not men. Because like in every other sport that men are in, they don't show that side of, of life. Like uh in the rugby the other day, one of the Welsh lads had a big cut behind his ear and one of the physios was on the pitch wiping all the blood off and stuff. Meanwhile, he's having a chat to his mate that was on the <laughs> next to him. I thought if this was like, he stood up chatting to him in deep conversation whilst physios trying to like manoeuvre around him and get him cleaned up. And it's like, can you imagine that taking place on a football pitch? Just not a prayer. That's toxic masculinity you're talking about there, Troy. It is. <laughs> it is. You're Your right. are supporting everyone out there. <laughs> what? Fans with signs asking players for their shirts. That kills me. Yeah. I've seen yeah. a fully grown bloke at Arsenal. That, that is before. it, isn't it? It's, once upon a time, it was for like a make a wish kid. Yeah. And now it's going to be some 40 year old bloke who should know He's better. trying to put it on eBay that yeah, night. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, I've seen fully grown bloke with an Ursel one of the Emirates before. Maybe he's in charge of that fucking account. <laughs> Oh, the kits that are being released purely for gaming now. Have you seen these? No. For what? United, Juve, Real Madrid, Bayern. They've all had another kit designed specifically with their branding for EA Sports. And it's just weird, like metallic colours or like a rainbow gradient across it. And it's just another way of branding them and being... Fucking hell. Yeah, and they sell these and they put like a limited thing on there. So you're selling it for like 80 quid EA official shirt. A shirt prices actually are outrageous. Yeah. As I mean, thing. we talk about yeah. tickets where the shirt yeah. prices actually are. It's even worse. You think it? like, yeah. I, you don't want to be that guy, but like for a parent, if you've got a kid who wants said like, right, I want yeah. these kits for birthday or something, you'd be like, fuck you, I'm not paying that, no. sorry. Yeah, for Christmas. Maybe you I, can get last year's kit. Yeah, it would be that. <laughs> the last two Christmases, I've got my brothers, the respective shirts. Yeah, yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's not a cheap, it's not a cheap habit, is it? Football no. shirts. Got a fair I, few I don't it. spend money on much else, so I chuck it all on. I think the minimum I'd, I've paid recently in the last say four or five years for a shirt would be like 50 quid like they're not cheap that's a t-shirt mind you Crazy. gotta fish around for them discount codes it would, you do you do it would be cheaper for you to have a drug addiction than, than your <laughs> yeah, current yeah. something to think about <laughs> what do you think about players swapping shirts more so at half time half time obviously not I thought Keane mentioned the thing before the game was valid that United I know it was classic Keane but yeah. You probably shouldn't be sort of hugging and stuff before no, the game. In that it doesn't look good, in, especially no. when the cameras are on you. No, in, I, I think yeah. in any game, you yeah. can probably wait till after the game. But certainly one that's deemed a rivalry, I yeah. think you can hold off for 90 minutes without... Once t- the game's over, you can yeah, do whatever yeah. then, because yeah. that shows then that you're a good sportsman, etc. But yeah. beforehand, you're like like Keane said, a bit cliche, but you're about to go to war. Yeah. You know, what yeah, are you yeah. playing at? Yeah, th- there was... It was someone for Arsenal, wasn't it? Someone for Arsenal swapped shirts with Van Persie at half-time. Yeah. Yeah, forget who. Jovino came in my head, but it wasn't him. It was someone far more... Oh, was it, def- was it Andre Santos? Maybe. <laughs> I think it might have been Andre Santos that, been. that did it. Which, yeah, would fit right in character. <laughs> Transfer fees is another one. Yeah. 
yeah, average players now are, are going for horrible sums of money. I don't know one that did it for you. This season, for me, even with the whole Maguire stuff, it was when the thing popped up. Brighton have quoted... 60 million for Lewis Dunk if Leicester wants <laughs> Christ, to make I thought him was only their 40. replacement. That was bad enough. My problem with Jeez. the transfer fees as well is, yes, they, they're almost like a reflection of the time, the inflation going up and it's going up on certain uh, players and stuff. But my problem is, is it it's not being reinvested into grassroots football at all. Like, if you're eight years old, you're still getting matches called off because your pitch is waterlogged yeah, and yeah. stupid little it things even get like to that. Leagues, is it? It's literally just stays in the prem. That's, That's the problem. The like, if you want to develop the game in this country to get to a stage of where we are the best team in the world and produce the best footballers in the world, the money needs to go right down to them under fives that are just yeah. starting to play football. Like, that's why. The GAA isn't a beaming light by all means, but the, the Football Association could definitely learn one or two things from an yeah. amateur-based organisation who literally go right into the grassroots of their game. Yeah, it's, it's a bit shit. The really. thing that makes no sense, it's not like any other market in terms of, we've said before, and I stand by it, that the Pogba transfer essentially changed the market because everyone started saying, yeah. well, if he's worth if 89, he's that, yeah, then, then he's this, this guy's worth this yeah. and so on and so forth. There's of course but, that English thing as well. But if you players. Went, if you went out and spent and bought something for three times more than it's worth. I wouldn't then suddenly mm. be like, well, I've got to pay X amount for this. Now, yeah, so everything, sense, the value it? doesn't no. change depending on someone being stupid enough to overspend. Yeah. It's kind of like me paying £10 pound for a loaf of bread yeah. doesn't mean that you yeah. all have to. Let, like, yeah, football, this, <laughs> yeah, the market carries according to that. The worst was the cheek of the Chelsea fans that came out with that saying, oh, I can't believe they're spending this much. You're the ones who started all yes. this. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, way, yeah they all, kind exactly, of did. all stemmed yeah. from there, didn't it? Shall I move us on then and just so we get through everything? So, LeBron has been in a lot of trouble this week. Mm, yeah, he has. I keep seeing his name mentioned. What's, yeah. what's he been up to? I tried doing some reading. I don't want to go too into the actual topic that he's kind of fallen into because I don't know enough about it. So, I'm going to trip myself up. Essentially, mm. there's been these big protests uh, in Hong Kong yeah, yeah. about the way that people are being treated. They're having like prisoners being sent over. Yeah. And I saw a quote and it said, like, essentially in China, it's, it's not easy to make you disappear tomorrow. Mm. And essentially what's going on is Hong Kong is a democracy, so to speak. China's and China are, are putting more and more of their influences yeah. on well, I Hong saw Kong. A less political place talking about it. And they said, this has been inevitable for God knows how long. Yeah. Because when you're trying to control two billion people sometimes you've got to do something they're going to do something like this to yeah, make sure the yeah. rest of you yeah, stay of in line yeah but LeBron went over the NBA's been in China this weekend and oh, right. Daryl Morey who's a GM um, who's associated with the staff of the Houston Rockets he put out a political tweet basically saying it's time to stand up for these people for one he didn't quite have his facts nailed down so as much as the point he was making was right it meant that they had some wriggle room and it created they had a quick way to push back and say whoa whoa you've got this all wrong he was kind of virtue signaling like yeah now LeBron has kind of put himself in this position where he had his whole thing last year saying he's more than an athlete after Donald Trump said he should just shut up and dribble yeah so it was inevitable that when they went over for this campaign they were going to ask him what do you think about the fallout to Daryl Morey he didn't do the smart thing and avoid the question. He Instead, he kind of tried to give a half answer and kind of, I don't know if play it down is, I don't know if you'd agree to, play it down is the right way, but he essentially tried to kind of brush it like this isn't, uh, this isn't my issue to tackle kind of thing. And so all of a sudden he was swamped. You only want to talk out when it's this, you're a fake. LeBron okay. doesn't need to do much to have this on him anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah question here yeah he's definitely no MJ is he no (laughs) should athletes get involved in politics so you mentioned MJ there he was very much on the side of I I ain't touching it yeah Yeah. I play sport that's what I do Brady does the same thing Tiger Woods was always largely the same pretty much every footballer is that way Brady was killed wasn't he because it basically emerged he was mates with Donald Trump yeah yeah they were good and instead he was just like don't say anything you yeah, know how the media works. They're going to find someone else next week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just Don't rise to it type thing. Yeah. yeah. And it'll be over before you know it. So I kind of admire LeBron for trying to... So he put a secondary statement after and he essentially said, look, in the nicest way possible, I don't know enough about it. I've got 
enough issues I'm kind of dealing with myself I can't yeah. tackle everything but hasn't he didn't he also say essentially that you guys shouldn't have come out and said it whilst you've yeah. got players out there because you're basically putting them at, at risk. risk in a way which yeah. I think at risk is maybe you're it's a high a profile word. NBA player if you get taken out we're probably going to know about it you're probably not too much at risk but I see the point he's making well, the main reason yeah, he's not going to take them out the main no, reason he's not exactly. World War III yeah <laughs> look if Dennis Rodman he's Best mates over there. Is he, yeah, yeah, but Dennis yeah. Robbins does a yeah, match. Dennis yeah. Robbins yeah, a wild was, character. Though. Yeah, <laughs> there was. Isn't he Russian? Did he no, take he, Russian he's in. He was with um, South Korea. That's so, right. North, oh no, North. Yeah, North Korea. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. So, like, there was a legit theory that he was lovers with Kim Jong Un, and it actually wasn't that outrageous. <laughs> And I've put that nicely compared to some of the rumours that were. <laughs> that let's just let's just confirm though, if there's any North Koreans tuned in, yeah. strictly rumours, not no proof behind. That would be class. We get in there, They've got full censorship, <laughs> but North Korea, like, we gotta risk it all for that spitballing part. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Kim Jong Un has said, "You know what? It's a guilty pleasure." <laughs> so this can get through. There was a podcast a while back, and they said that they had uh, one listener pop up once over there, and he never pops up again. They were like. He risked it all, I salute it. <laughs> Fair enough. But with that, I don't... I hear what people say when they say keep it separate, but it is almost impossible to keep sport and politics separate in some ways. Sometimes they are one and the same, if, aren't they? If you look at the thing that's going on with, in Barcelona at the minute, the protests and stuff that are going on there, it's inextricably linked to the football club as well. They, yeah. they can't get away from it. The, the whole thing about potentially rearranging our Clasico, which looks like they're going to have to rearrange it. They put it out it. on their Twitter saying, look, everyone needs to calm down essentially and people are like you want us to just focus about football huh. yeah yeah cricket's so, been riddled with political issues through the ages mm. like the whole South Africa apartheid issue yeah. same um, with the rugby team in that regard wasn't yeah it? I mean the, they were kicked out of, of the sort of the main federation and then in the 70s some some guy tried to sort of get a best of the world team going to, and mm. that would tour South Africa and a lot did and a lot of uh, West Indian players went and did it and a lot of people from the same area of them sort of, you know, condemn them completely for doing things like that. As as you say, it was mixing politics and sport together. Mm. There's the re- more recent time that happened with Zimbabwe where the England team decided not to go. They didn't like what that. was happening, so they they were given the choice. Pakistan can't play a home they, game. Pakistan can't play in home. Yeah, uh, Sri Lanka. It happened where their their flipping bus got attacked by terrorists. Yeah, yeah. Shot up like so. Cricket is is the most political sport there is, <laughs> you, or so it seems. All the posh lads don't like. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think everyone saw how Muhammad Ali's been remembered and thinks they can? Be I, that I guy. can do a bit of that, mm. and instead it's like. You've really got to be that guy if you're going to do it. I mean, you yeah. can't really pretend at it. Do you think if you... if Yeah, Ali came with knowledge. He knew what he yeah, was. Yeah, you couldn't... He wasn't just going out on a whim and saying like, oh, we shouldn't be killing these Vietnamese people. Well, he was also in an enforced position where you really are at that point on your take a stand or not. These, yeah, they have yeah. The, 100%. Do you think... It's You've so, got wriggle room now. Yeah, to put, yeah. to put you two in the position, you've both got multi-million dollar contracts. You're still doing spitballing pods, so don't think you bring that out of that. <laughs> it's part of the but contract. You then you then come here on a Monday night, you travel down from wherever, and I say to you, what do you think of this situation in Hong Kong at the moment? Mm. Do you talk about it, or do you say, look, it's not my fight? I suppose it depends on your previous stances on subjects. So yeah. say for, if you are known as quite outlandish and you, you speak out on a lot of subjects, then I probably would explain it with you and, and chat away about it. But if you don't ever talk about shit and then you choose that specific moment to talk about something, then it puts, you. you better know what, yeah, you better come with your A game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because suddenly you're going to be put forward as like the flag bearer for that particular movement or whatever, you know? They, so they, sometimes it's better to stick keep your mouth shut, I think. They said on um, Brilliant Idiots, didn't they? They were saying that the whole time, whenever we have any kind of country we get involved in, the main thing is, why are we getting involved in other people's wars? It's not our fight and all this. Mm. And this happens with LeBron, and it's, why aren't you speaking out about China? This is yeah, your... Yeah, yeah, he can't win, can he? The, the, the thing is, and I'm firmly on the side of supporting LeBron. I think mm. we have been on, on here mm. since we started doing it. The comments he made were essentially, look, he needs to answer some questions. He's now cost us a lot of money over here in China. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of made out, well, that's the issue here. You've cost us the yeah. bag and you need to... 
And that's essentially why he's not coming out and saying stuff because the Chinese market is huge. Mm. When in reality, if you know what everything else LeBron's been about, he'd be supporting protesters in Hong Kong saying, look, freedom, democracy, all those things that America always came to export. He'd be getting fully behind that because, but because as the businessman LeBron, Mm. he can't really come out and say it. So he's in a tricky position. I think you should speak about it if... If it's something you feel passionate about, I don't yeah. think you should speak about it for the sake of like James McLean. He is very passionate about his political stance when it comes mm. to the poppy. You're going to get some stick, and I'm sure anyone who comes with a stance knows they're going to get it. Yeah. If you feel that passionate about it, I don't think you should have to be silenced. If you feel like Colin Kaepernick, I feel like if that's the stance you want to take, regardless of how you think the outcome went now, you can take that stance. I, I think you shouldn't feel compelled like LeBron seems to have been told he needs to be to go out and bat for every single person. Yeah, yeah for every I course. hear that, yeah. Yeah, it's, you can't, can you? You're yeah. not going to have enough knowledge apart from anything. No, everything, exactly everything that. In the world. And that's what will trip you up. Because even if he knows about this, then does he know about, you know, like Troy just mentioned Zimbabwe, does he know what's going on there, for example? Think there's all sorts that eventually, like you don't know enough about something that you can have an opinion on it. Well, we, we've all been at school and I'm sure we've all been in a position where something's happened to us, something's happened to our mates, something's happened to someone random. There, there's a point where you see something that you know isn't right, but you do tell yourself, look, this... It's not my this, fight for the... Uh, this this isn't for me to get involved in. This battle. is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm sure you've all looked at someone it's been you and they've given you that look like, this ain't my <laughs> Sorry, mate, not today. And I'm sure you've looked back at someone and gone. <laughs> That's essentially what you've got to realise when it's your fight. And picking a fight with China is not. Is There's not a reason a America tries to avoid doing <laughs> yeah. it because they normally have a problem with communists. But for that one, they'll be like, "Look, you can just kind of." what you want and we'll say the occasional thing yeah but that's about it. our pockets are getting fat yeah yeah exactly i think you've got to educate not preach as well people are prepared to listen if they think you're talking to them not at them yeah that's the issue lebron's had before not in not a sportsman but do you remember that time where sort of russell brand suddenly became the political voice of the country i can't stand where this. he went from a position of people thought oh he's interested are we smarter than we thought to He's preaching at us. He's talking, and he's overusing big words for the sake of using big words. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the sentence, you don't really know what he meant, and I don't think he knew what he meant. He was just saying big words. That was kind of what he did, and he? he ended up sort of preaching at people, and people got tired of him pretty quick. His interview with Ed Miliband is one of the worst things I've ever <laughs> sat and watched. His his Rogan experience. Rogan is looking at him like. I don't remember smoking before I sat down yeah, to do yeah, this. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Yeah, he, <laughs> he looked like. I remember even his thing. It was like, yeah, he's an interesting character. When he was saying, like, my guest today is like, he's an interesting character. It was like, yeah, you probably didn't know what the fuck this was. There's a guy. There's a guy on YouTube, and if you just basically search like Russell Brand rant, and they find one of his videos and they break down every word, and they're like, none of this makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've just got these words and just put them together. These words in conjunction with each other do not make sense. And someone challenged you on it before, saying you're just saying big enough words in the hope that I'm not going to challenge you because I don't want to look stupid. Silly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Also, have you ever tried to explain a political view objectively? Cause it is near enough impossible to do. Uh, how do you mean? So say when the Brexit thing was around yeah. and I would speak to my brothers and I'm sure they'll say that I've been condescending towards them when talking about it and I'm sure that I probably have come across like that <laughs> when you try and explain it without any opinion in it when you try and explain fact it's impossible to explain like a political view without having some kind of agenda in there and that's why they don't teach politics at, at schools because you can't do it without having someone slant on it right yeah and I think that's what's gonna in, in sports if you come out and you try and I think you can have an opinion, but the second you try and go deep with it, then... And people just hate... If you have a slightly different political view, then they hate it regardless. They, like, backs her up. As soon as yeah. someone gets political, it's backs her up. So, so like you mentioned Brexit, if someone happens to be on the different side of the argument, if you say something, backs her up straight away, like, yeah. or against you, it's like, oh, settle down. Go it? full circle. There's some games gone. Politics in the game. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> mm. We close us out then. Last thing. So, unfortunately, Patrick Day died last week as, as a result of injuries suffered in the boxing ring and as always seems to happen in these kind of situations no no slant on him but it brings out both sides to come and say this is why you need to ban boxing 
no, you can't do anything to boxing. It's perfect. It's always going to happen. And I guess just simple, simple. Is there anything that can be done to make boxing safer, or is this just going to happen every so often? And it's just the yeah. risks of the game. It is, isn't it? It's just part and parcel of it. Yeah. I mean, you, there isn't anything that you can do to implement it to make it more safer and and keep the excitement of what it is and keep the pureness of boxing. I mean, amateur boxing is great to watch as well sometimes, but are we saying that's the only alternative? I don't think that saves lives, really. No, if you f- stick a headband, a uh, little head box on. I saw a comment saying, look, we're in an era now where you can have stats at the click of your fingers. Why aren't we just judging on who's landing the most punches? And it's like, you, no one wants to watch that. Yeah, no, well, no, no, you're right because I can pepper you forty times, and, and you might hit me. <laughs> yeah, and you might hit me once and knock me clean out. Like we can't yeah. work it that way. I understand no. why the amateurs are done in that way, you know, in in counts of shots and stuff. But as far as pro boxing, twelve rounds, well, ten, twelve rounds, you can't can't judge it that way. I actually don't object to the three knockdown rule. I have no issue. So no, I've always three times then and game's out. over. Yeah, three, I've three always times been in the same that. round. In the same yeah, round. yeah. Yeah, I have. In fact, I think it could make some fights more exciting because sometimes if you're not going to, yeah, no, stop you, the guy, agree. you can knock him down three times. Yeah. But then you probably do miss out on some of the comebacks that. Yeah, although referees it, now you don't get those comebacks anyway. Yeah, exactly. Is, those it, days are over hard, of where it? yeah a fighter gets, you know, for a better word, battered. Yeah, and and then they end up coming back to win the fight mm-hmm. because they don't once they get battered, rightfully so or wrongfully, whichever way you look at it, yeah. the fight is stopped. More. I mean, we don't want a situation like the Gerald McLennan situation to keep to, for these things to happen, obviously. But you know the risks when you get involved. If I want to do, if I want to do, uh, I don't know, parachuting, I know that there's yeah. a slight chance yeah. that well, I could hit the floor. You might, you'll be doing. Turns, a, you'll be turns doing out, a I am doing it. <laughs> yeah, he's got a skydive. Got for a skydive for my birthday. Fuck that. So we'll, uh, um, see how that goes. I said to him. Chance. I said to him the thing we've seen before, where they say the reason nobody says a bad word about skydiving is because the people who have a bad word to say about it aren't here to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not reassuring words for you. More testing is a huge one. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of one of the things that pours scorn on some of the people that come out and say about they want this to stop. So promoters, for example, come out and say, and I, I don't doubt they are gutted about it, but at the same time, said promoters also knew about failed drug tests before a fight and let yeah, the fight yeah, carry on. Of course. So how how can you justify that? This could easily have happened to the opponent in that. And then you'd have known a guy on performance enhancing drugs had put him into this coma, killed him, mm. whatever. What do you think about taking away these building fights, as you say? So, this is very, very vague concept. You have to have some level of being on the same kind of ability. So, less of these guys. Oh, yeah, I know he's. 16. Less journeyman six, fights. Yeah, basically. 16. Well, even the journeymen aren't so bad. It's the guys who come over from Hungary. They're 16 and 15, and they go in there with a guy who's just won an Olympic gold medal and punches like a mule, and then. Yeah. Or even worse, they're 16 and 0. Yeah, and and they've just fought nobodies, yeah. and suddenly that's what's being that how the fight's being sold. That's you why know? it's so hard to. This is a concept which you would never work, but yeah, yeah and, and, and touch wood, they don't tend to be the ones that get harmed because they normally get cleaned up yeah. fairly sharpish, don't they? It's, it's normally a, with, at the end of a war. There's a weekday game show um, that's on. In fact, it might be a Friday or a Saturday game show where it's. Bit, I think it's called like Out of a Hundred. Essentially, the idea is, um, can you name? 100 yeah, boxers yeah. let's yeah, say yeah. and basically that was one of the questions and and it's a case of say it's me and TK versus Luke and, and John and uh, Luke and John think they'll wager 50 grand on that they can name 100 boxers and me and TK think that ah, we probably can't so we'll let you you know have a go yeah, at it them, yeah. and and that's what the question was I think it was can you name 20 or 40 yeah. boxers that are on pro box rec basically yeah. uh, well box rec and I just thought that is one of the most simplest questions. All they, ha- all they have to do is be on there. Like, yeah. so essentially, like... Is this, this like ever as well? So yeah. Oh, so essentially, like, this one lad who I used to work with at Lathwaite's Wine, who had turned pro, had about four or five fights, he was on there. <laughs> I could have named him. Yeah. Like, the guy was like, yeah, I've got this 100%. And his wife was like, are you sure? He was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> yes, I am sure. Like, and he did clean it out. John, he, you've never watched a boxing match in your life. <laughs> you know, you know he le- he, who he left for the last one? Muhammad Ali. 
Like he was like, uh, hey, the last one I'm going to choose is uh, someone who, a bit obscure, might not get in. Uh, uh, it's a bit of a risky one. And then he just drops Ali. Like, you know, like that, that millionaire guy. Yeah, that clip got shared again yeah. yesterday, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a so similar good. sort of thing. What? The guy who wins the millionaire and he does um, the phone a friend to his dad and he's like, I'm just phoning you to say I'm going to win. Yeah, yeah that, is, win. that is class. What a guy. I mean, you have to get it right yeah. at that point. <laughs> you, you're forever in the yeah. history books if you get it wrong. Yeah, I wouldn't have the nerve Stones to, do to do that. It. I've said before, like, I've convinced myself that... even if I knew the answer. Yeah, I guess I'd... he was that certain. Like, I fucking That's know Stones. that, 100%. Whenever I watch Battle Rap and I hear someone in their rounds talk about the other person choking, I think, I would never be risking this because you're, <laughs> you're bringing it on yourself. It always come back to you, yeah. Watch one. There's an Irish guy who um, I might send send you it, Troy. Got to the third round and he had this whole thing about he's from the streets of Ireland. Pulled on a bally to do his third round. Choked about three words later. Oh, and he's got his balaclava on going, oh, oh no <laughs> way. <fuck's sake. laughs> Keep it on and run out of there. Mm, yeah. <laughs> the only thing with the, the Padgett Day thing was, is, it was saying about what safety measures can be implemented. With him as well, it was they got oxygen to him straight away, got him out of there straight away, got straight yeah. to the hospital. Sometimes like can't two minutes be... away. So in, in that regard, there was nothing else they could have done no. with that. So like the, the Gerald McLennan one, for example, you said, that was when they started getting it. So you had to have the doctor ringside. Yeah. And I had to be within five minutes of a neurosurgeon, I believe. Is, is the did they, did, did they do concussion here. tests as well? Sometimes now if I you get knocked that, down and stuff. I find stuff. that so mental though, because you're not going to be fully cleared after being punched in the head for two minutes and you can still no, go not. and win a fight even if yeah. you've been concussed it's probably yeah, yeah that's I mean, true I mean, yeah. let's face it you don't need your memory first, to fight Yeah, I thought it was the first time you get hit in the head you're probably concussed aren't you really yeah. the first time you probably get wedded. that's why I thought it was strange the whole th- fallout from the AJ fight where they said he was it turns yeah. out he was concussed from the fourth round I was, mm. I was thinking what did people think was happening at this point <laughs> you know that bit where he got hit on the any yeah. yeah. floor and his legs weren't <laughs> moving yeah, like, this did you think he was happen. completely of sane mind at this point video doing the rounds earlier of, remember Danny Williams oh, of him winning word. the British title I think back in 2000 he's with a dislocated back. shoulder he's coming back is he really he's fighting on the Nigel Ben card of course he is we're going to get them all on there yeah in versus Audley let's make it happen oh great sometimes it is just the officiating this goes across to MMA but Greg Hardy fought on Saturday uh, Friday night and oh yeah enough, the old inhaler game enough people ate him already I mean Mm. I've said on here before, there's just as many bad people as him in the UFC that nobody cares about. Mm. Yeah. He he just is a nasty piece of work and he comes across like a nasty yeah, piece of work. Yeah, so that's yeah, why it really works, does. yeah. And this is a whole separate... The, the commentary was trying to make you feel sorry for him on Friday night. They were saying, really? look, look, through the adversity that he's been through so far, and it's like, oh, come on, he beat up his girlfriend multiple times and, and has never in, accepted responsibility. And walked into the UFC... Yeah, so got probably a six-figure contract. Yeah, and yeah. away he goes of, of beating a woman. Up. Yeah, going into the third round, he's knackered and he takes an inhaler. The whole world has seen it. They they said on the commentary, "Look, this can't happen." The commission have seen it and they let him carry on, only to rule it as a no contest after. Yes, and the thing, the only thing that I saw, I was tweeting, and nobody else was saying was, "You think this is the issue? If he'd seriously hurt him, if he cleaned him up, yeah, yeah." Do you know what he's he said after? He said um, he has exercise-induced asthma. Like that. <laughs> that's, that's a stitch, an actual mate. thing. <laughs> Swear that's just right asthma, off. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, being knackered after running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's just being out of breath, yeah. mate. That's, yeah. They were. And then they were saying to him about, weren't they, that, oh, well, you could fail a test for this, isn't there, because of the asthma yeah. thing. He's he like, said it's USADA approved. And he's like, test me, test me. Yeah. He's like, oh, don't be a fucking idiot about don't it. Be that you that had an in between yeah. rounds. Yeah, Dana said after, he was like, he was going mad back here. There's a there's someone's in a cartoon of Dana, and it's him straight faced like beat up his girlfriend multiple occasions, DQ'd in his first fight, takes an inhaler, and it's like, are you kidding me? This is insane! And all his comments <laughs> after. Do you see him talking about Kobe as well? Yeah, yeah. he looked raging. Well, the the thing that the media haven't reported is that Dana is a married man. Colby put him on his Instagram live playing poker with a hooker. <laughs> uh, hence hence what, what he said, he's got was. a big fucking mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Literally filmed him and Dan, we'll talk after. And I shut the camera off. <laughs> I remember wow. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Because he was filming him and he was like, oh, it's Dana White. And he's <laughs> like, good <"What>? Dana. <laughs> and Dana just looks like, what are you Jesus. <laughs> 
we'll get into that uh, next week anyway. I'm conscious of making sure we're all sorted. Arsenal-Sheffield, huge game. Well, Sheffield-Arsenal. It's a big game. It's a bit worse. That's a potentially horrible game for you. Yeah. It actually is. I think it, it could potentially be a very boring game. If we were saying... I mean, I'll take boring. <laughs> if they, they play like they did against us, it's going to be trouble for you. I didn't think we were that bad that game. We weren't our best, but I didn't think we were that bad. They were just really good and implemented the game plan really well. Mm. So... If, I love if they can do the same again, Arsenal, the, the type... That I forgot his name, the Sheffield manager, but his interview after that game, where he's like, how, he was, you, how do you console him after that? And he's like, well, don't. They <laughs> they made a mistake. He knows he made a mistake. They get yeah. on with it and that's it. Yeah, because he said that Henderson's obviously a United player, and he? he said, like, look, if he wants to play at top level, he can't make mistakes like that. Yeah. And it was an absolute howler. Yeah, I'm just in the team. Don't get too excited. <laughs> he's actually just got... It's like someone's died. He's in his face. <laughs> well, I've just seen he was at left back. He's gone white. No Tierney then. No. Any holding? No, exact same team as last game, but you've got Willock in there instead of Ceballos. Is Tierney an injury issue or is it just... He's playing every week for the under-23s. He's playing 90 minutes in the League Cup and Europa League. He did yeah, play in the last game, though, did he? Uh, under-23s game, which made me think, think he's, he's ready. Yeah. Emery said at the weekend he's fit and yeah. he's ready. What did your man from Scotland say? He's got a crock. He follows an account called um, Arsenal Simpsons memes or something where they essentially take a scene from The Simpsons and they dub subtitles yeah. over it. And all I saw was that Tierney follows it and the whole thing was like, what we're going to do with Kalasnach now, Tierney's fit. Oh, and he was yeah. like, lock you down here, you can't take a corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I thought, he follows this. He's definitely <laughs> cracking up. Like, the boys are going to love this. Poor Kalasnach. Yeah, because it was like too big to be a centre, yeah. uh, no, to be a winger, no, left back. Keeps cutting in too much to be a winger. It'd definitely be that Simpsons. Don't make me run on full of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, sure. it's a shame he couldn't defend better because he would be a great centre defensive mid, like his structure and, and the rest of it. You it's know? a shame he can't play football because athletically yeah. he looks the part. Exactly that, TK. Yeah. Well, if I just if I just try and keep the same as uh, from last week, we'll say all this. We're probably just going to win six 0 now. <laughs> yeah. Work for England. Anyway, we use that every week. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Spitballing Pod. We'll be back next week with a bit more of a fuller house. Alex uh, working, Jack claims he has the plague. Then the week after that, a bit more shaken up, we've got the return of the upstairs pod, me, TK and Troy. I'll dig out some old uh, fights or some game and we'll see uh, where the wind takes us then. So the Maroon 5 in the background, we'll be rolling. (laughs) So anyway, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Goodbye.